sometimes we have to give up perfection for improvement. So if the house is clean and the garage is dirty, that's better than everything's dirty. That's true. It doesn't matter if you're selling your house tomorrow or planning on doing it in five years. This is a must-listen-to episode of the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with Hal Swayze. Appearance and curb appeal are paramount when it comes to getting the most for your home when you're listing it. But are you experienced in making things look good? If not, Hal might have some recommendations. We just want to make it as easy as possible for people and enjoyable. And it's stressful, so that's what we do. And like, I've got a general contractor. Hey, if I need a good electrician, plumber, whatever it is, it's not somebody I know. He knows who's doing what more than I do. So he's the next level above me because I just do it when somebody needs it, my client, but he's doing it every day. Who you talk to helps. If you find yourself looking around your house with your hands on your hips, not knowing how to make it look good, the next 20 minutes have the information you need. Here's host, James Bueno. Slow County Real Estate with Hal Swayze Podcast. Mr. Swayze, how are you, sir? Mr. Bueno, I am great. And, and, and Mr. Pete, how are you? I'm doing great, James. Your last name is good. That's awesome. I know. I That's was just amazing. thinking I'm, I'm, I'm better bueno, than bueno. good. I said Bueno is good, but I'm great. So I just made myself better than you are. Thanks, Hal. Okay. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, I, there's tons of jokes out there, you guys. That's I'm the best stop. one you come out. Yeah. That was it. My, my last name is good. Yeah. That's, that's a great one. Yeah. You know, we, we did this last podcast. Um, about uh, topics. Yes. Um, people can can contact us now, right? And and we'll discuss their topics on the podcast. Yeah, we encourage two things. One, if you have anything that you would like to hear about with regard to real estate, I mean, we've got specialists and 1031 exchanges. Jay does that. You know, uh, should I have a trust? Um, you know, insurance, all those types of topics. Sure. And we'll get guests, you know, because we're, we're always about that. And then um, two, we did talk about the fact that if you need help or need recommendations, we have what we call our vendor list and we've compiled that over 31 years. So we've got great people that we love to refer because they'll know they'll take great care of our clients and that's what we want for them. So three ways they can contact or you can contact us is call the office 805-781-3750. You can call and talk to one of our amazing customer service staff. You can text the same number, right? We can still do that mm-hmm. at 805-781-3750. Or you can email Mr. Swayze directly, hal at teamswayze.com, and just send us your question. And we can we give them a shout-out, Jeff, on there? If we take somebody's question, can we say their name? Yeah, I, I mean, I think so, 100%. I mean, well, yeah, they probably should say it's okay to say my name because <laughs> yeah. it'll be random. Yeah, uh, right. Maybe, maybe we'll just give a first name and an initial. Yeah, so, let, yeah. let us know if yeah. you're okay with us saying right. your name. Or if you have a stage name or a radio name, special name, right? right. If, you're yeah, not, like, if you're not comfortable yeah. with us, give us a fake yeah. name. Like MC Hammer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same. yeah. Right. Well, Jay, if it was Jay Pete, it'd be JP. Uh, right. Pretty close to. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, John sorry. Turner, John J T. Yeah, man, we're just striking out. We here. have. Extra. We're going to know exactly who sends these questions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we know where you are. All right, let's get to the topic: um, how to get the highest price for your house when you're selling it. How? So let's uh, let's help people out. What can they do? Finally, a topic I can I can help on that you are that you are an yeah. absolute expert at. Yeah. <laughs> we have fun with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were talking about this beforehand. Um, there's a couple of things that you can control and can't control, but obviously location affects value. Absolutely. Yeah, Jay, we are talking about that. And condition. We used to jokingly say when the market's tough, it's a price war. So you had to be super competitive on price, which you don't, you know, it's not as uh, much of an issue now. And a beauty contest, right? So, you know, your house had to be in great shape. Um, as the market changes, that's more of an issue. But there's a couple of things that I always tell people when I sit down with them affect value. One is the condition of the market, which we have how much control over? 
None. None, yeah. right? Yeah, conditional market, nothing we do. I mean, the market here has gone up for, you know, since 2012, pretty much, you know, little slowdowns here and there, little dips there and there, but good 10-year run. And then the other is the condition of your home, which you can control. So, you know, a lot of people say, well, the market was red hot in, in March, and boy, was it. You know, that was the, probably the pinnacle of a hot market, so you didn't have to do anything to your house. Now there's other things that we talk about doing, and, and really homeowners have a choice when they get their home ready for sale. A lot of people like to do things on their own, and other people realize they can't do what they need to do. But the thing about doing it on your own is a lot of times those people, Jay, I mean, are they, are they good at figuring out what a buyer wants, or is that something that um, maybe they need some help with? Yeah, yeah, the homeowners are usually using what they, their skill set. You know, they might be doctors, attorneys. They could be, you know, they could be you know, a, a hairstylist. They, are they painters? Are they you know, tile bricklayers? No, right? yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't attempt to do things that you don't know how to do. I know, I'll, I'll tell you what, though, YouTube and Etsy and all these uh, you know, site Pinterest, right? People just can think they can conquer everything. And, I, you know, it's less about being able to do the work and more about having a contractor who's licensed to do the work. So in case something goes sideways, that you're not liable because they've got the insurance to back it up in case something happens. Yeah. Yeah, if if your if your medical insurance applied to like, oh yeah, I stitched up my son myself, I put eight <laughs> stitches in his elbow and it didn't hold, so I want to get my insurance now. It's kind of the same thing, right? <laughs> Precisely. We yeah. do that. You know, I think people need to realize too. There there are professionals, but a lot of what people do, like all people go, well, I want to sell the house, but the screen is torn in the back. We want to get that fixed, and my sprinklers. You know, I got a few broken sprinkler heads, and so give me a month to get back to you. And okay, I mean that's possible. And when the market's going straight up, it doesn't matter. You can take all the time you want. Now it seems like things have leveled out. In many places, it's dropping. So sometimes the sooner you get your house ready, the better off you are, which oftentimes means getting people who do things all the time to do it. But uh, probably the first step I'd make, and this is going to sound selfish, is give me a call and I'll walk by, no obligation. We'll go, hey, focus on doing this and that. And are you really good at landscaping? I'll ask the client. Well, pretty good. Or do you want my guy to just come out and give you a bid and tell you when it can get it done, which is usually the best way to do it because they do it all the time. They can do it quickly, efficiently. They know where to get the bark. They know where to get the flowers. They know what to trim. They have all the equipment. Sometimes you have to invest. You don't have to, but it's wise to invest in that. Jay, what are some of the top things you think people should focus on when they're getting their home ready for sale? Um, things that um, home buyers are looking at. They're looking at conditions of, they're looking at big items. Like, what is the roof? Is my roof, is the roof in great condition? Um, some of the minor things that they're looking at, you know, is the paint fresh? Is it clean? What do the, the floors look like? Right. You know, all those things your your eye gravitates to. And, and I think those are probably the, you know, if you're talking about a beauty contest, those are the things that are going to make the, the house look more attractive than just about anything else. You know, one of the things that I, I notice when I'm um, capturing photos is, the windows, you know, the big old smudges in the windows, it, it, it shows in the photo. When you see a nice, clean, clear glass, yeah. it, it, it looks so much nicer. Hire a window guy. No, it, it, it makes a big difference. It's like going to a restaurant, right? And if the table's dirty and smudgy and sticky, ugh, mm. you know, it doesn't have to be a, you know, a plush granite table. It can be a, just a nice table. If it's clean, it makes all the difference. So what you talked about landscaping is a lot of times cleanup. Yeah. House cleanup declutter. Right now, in today's market, October 2022, you don't have a lot of competition, depending on where you are locally. But for the most part, there are still not very many homes in any given price range. So you don't have to go knock yourself out. However, if you have an empty house, staging is certainly something that can make a difference and it's worthwhile to do in many cases. But if you're the only thing in town and the last house sold a week ago with three offers, you may not need to stage. But it is more important now to get your house ready, but I would do it faster rather than taking the slow path. And then some other things we talk about too is 
pre-sale inspections. Okay? So, you know, getting into escrow is one thing, closing it is another thing. And, and the biggest thing that normally gets in the way is the condition of the home. We have a lot of homes that are older. We live in our house a long time. I tell people a lot of times when they're filling out those forms that say, hey, is anything broken? There may be a, you know, a leak under the sink in the back bedroom or bathroom, excuse me, that nobody goes in and nobody will know. There could be a leak under the house. So you get a home inspection and a termite inspection done up front, it's a good investment. Okay? I was just talking to our termite inspector today. He hasn't raised his prices probably in 15, 20 years. It's $125, and that barely covers his gas to get out to your property to find out how much work needs to be done. And then it's quantified. And then you can negotiate that with the buyer up front versus when you're in escrow. Amazing tactic because everybody's it's disclosed up front. They're making an offer based on information that they know. Yep. So they're not they you you knew that coming back after the fact isn't part of the equation. Right. N nobody likes to renegotiate. Yeah. In escrow, home inspections. What does that run? Is that we said termite was yeah, well termites one twenty five. If yeah. there's two houses, it's not quite twice that much. If it gets over right. three thousand square feet, you may pay twenty dollars more. But for right. hundred and fifty bucks, when you could cost tens of thousands in negotiations and the frustration. Right. I kind of jokingly tell people it's like you get married and then you get the home inspection and you um, renegotiate your marriage terms, <laughs> right? Because it's disappointing. Right. So the home inspection is like 500 to 600 bucks, depending. Okay. That's a bigger investment. It's a newer thing we do, but it sure makes life easier for everybody, especially if you have the time. Yeah, right? if you're in Slow County, you're selling your $800,000 home. It's a drop in the bucket. It's a drop in the bucket. It, it really is. It, it more than makes up for it because you're then negotiating in a position before you enter a contract with the buyer versus getting into contract, waiting a week or two, having inspection. Everybody goes, uh-oh, the sewer line's bad. Uh-oh, we had a leak in the roof. Oh, we found some termite repairs. Now the buyer has you in escrow and they have more leverage. So if you're a seller, and I'm talking to sellers right now, it's better to be in a position of strength before you enter a contract to have all the information and pre-worked out. So those inspections are a big deal. Call us. We'll give you the names of good people. There's plenty of really good inspectors here um, that do a good job. And we'll also even talk to a, a buyer after they've completed the report, even though they didn't pay for it. The seller did. Okay. Can we rewind just a little bit? Uh, we talked about staging. Mm -hmm. uh, costs. What, what, what are the different costs? A consultation is free if they call us because we got some good stagers. We just cover their costs to go in and give advice because they're experts at it. Right. Okay. They, they can, the stuff they can do, even moving things around, can make a world of difference. Right. Yeah. So, but other times people are living there and it's just a matter, okay, it's just clean up and declutter. I'm living in the house. Here's my furniture. This is what they get. What else, Jay, do we need to talk about when getting a house ready for sale? A lot of people talk about timing the market. Personally, selling at the peak of the market scares me because that's when people get a little little feisty. They get a little you know, questionable as to, well, gosh, am I getting the right, am I overpaying for this house? And I, I'd rather sell it on the way up just before it reaches the, the top because it puts me in a stronger position as the seller. As the attrition changes in our area, we're seeing fewer homes leave the market that came on uh, within any given month. So we're seeing more and more inventory, although sure. the inventory is still low, right. it's still stacking up. There's more and more of it. Days on market are increasing. What would happen to home values or to my home if I was putting it on the market today and there was only one home on the street for sale and there was three buyers, right? We know I'm, I'm going to get the, probably get a premium price. Yep. If there's three homes on my sale for mar uh, on my street for sale yep. and there's three buyers, well, geez, I, I might have to make my home a little more attractive by either making the improvements or... Um, lowering my price 
um, to get that buyer to commit to my house as opposed to one of the other two. In a market today where we've seen we've seen the trends, like we're seeing more and more real estate out of the market. So if you're thinking about selling your house and or it's you know something you want to do between now and the end of the year or now in the next six months, putting it on the market prior to there being more inventory available is going to yield you a higher price. Yeah, you're making the, the, the case for now being better because we still have, even though the inventory is up a little bit, it's still very low. Yeah, I mean, three hundred and forty-three houses in a county of this size—that's ridiculous. That's like one every low. ten, five. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's it's not that many. So, yeah, that I I would agree with you there because it was easier to sell a house in March than it is today. Yeah. Okay. It was crazy, but it was easier. Um, a little tougher today, and if rates continue to go up, which is what is being projected to that fight is. inflation, that'll make it a little tougher two, three, six months from now potentially. Yeah. So it's easier, and then if you're going to go borrow again you're gonna get a better rate most likely now than you might in three to six months. Now, nobody knows that, but that's the direction of the trend. So that bodes to someone, hey, let's hire a professional, let's get this thing moving, um, because it's probably gonna be easier and probably gonna be better. And I'm when still, we know for sure, we'll let everybody know. Yeah, I'm still yeah. trying to relandscape me out. It's been a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I've got a guy. You got you. a guy for that? Yeah, I've got I a guy. We can recommend somebody. Yeah. Yeah. We've got some people, yeah, yeah for sure. So yeah, so kind of to summarize, it's get it cleaned up, get a game plan, get a little advice. The, the nice thing about if someone calls us and us working with those vendors, we work with them a lot. It's like a good contractor has their subs and they give them all the business. Which job do they go to? So we tell our clients, we'll call the vendor for you or, hey, tell them I sent you and they'll jump right on it, right? So they know they get um, referrals from us, our vendors, because one, they're timely, two, they're very fair and they do a great job. Prepping it is, is very specific to each house, but in general, let's think about cleaning it up, decluttering it, minimizing some things, maybe some light staging, and then um, let's make the thing shine. And then obviously what, what we do is uh, high quality professional photography, whether it's room by room, whether it's uh, drone photography, you know, yeah. and um, yeah, James is smiling because he's our photographer. For, so, somewhat of a drone that we have now. That, oh, the, that yeah, he crashed. crashed it. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> Were we insured on that? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. We yeah. Yeah. Is that why the power went out in my neighborhood? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You, you don't want it to James and Hal to show up at the same time, and then I have to be vacuuming the floors <laughs> because I am not that good. You know, I have I photos do. of that still of you vacuuming. I, I, I know. That was a that was yeah. a that's that full was service. A yeah, it, it was is a rental property. Yeah. I just it's couldn't let service. it go. Hal has no problem going in and doing dishes and and, and vacuuming the floor. I've seen it myself. <laughs> yeah. A little surprised, but now I expect it. Yeah, you haven't been to my house. I should invite you over because it's different there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Can I ask you a question? Put you on spot because you've yes. done lots of transactions over the year. What was the most ridiculous deal breaker that could have was an easy fix that totally just the deal fell apart because of the most minute thing in maybe an appearance or anything like that. And I hate to put you on the spot like that. Cause I see well, it. mm, it's, it's not minute, but it's what people consider to be important. So I'm going to answer it a different way. Mm -hmm. um, like things like a sewer line. Okay. Sewer lines broken and, and the city of San Luis and most, most of them probably will start doing this as an inspection requirement. So if you go to a house and it has a sewer line that's broken, leaking, whatever, falling apart, um, very few buyers are going to go, no problem, I'm cool with that. You know, If it's a twelve dollars to $15,000 fix, which is, I'm throwing numbers around, but that's probably what it costs these days. It used to be like 8000 bucks, but by the time you trench it and put in a new line. So there's just certain things that a buyer is going to go, I'm not taking responsibility for that. And then usually it's, I'll be talking to a seller and go, I'm sorry we had this discovery. 
probably should have got the sewer inspection done up front if we then knew we could be negotiating from a different place. But we'll put it back on the market for sure because the buyer is going to walk. But the next buyer is probably going to expect the same thing. So there's just certain things that people expect and, and certain things that don't. But I would say more often than not is we have to coach our clients that certain buyers have paid a premium price, for example, and they expect a certain level of quality of house. And if they feel they have to do some work, there's certain buyers that don't care because my brother can do it, I can do it, I'm not that worried about it, I like the location, I'm gonna remodel it anyway. I'm dodging the question because it's on a case-by-case basis of what people are getting. I mean, I went through a house today, beautiful house, Victorian downtown San Luis Obispo on Pismo Street, and I'm walking through the house at a broker caravan, and I, I, I came through the house, and when I got to the back, I said, hey, guy, um, I hate to tell you this, but I saw in the living room there was a speck of dirt on the floor. I mean, it was the cleanest house I've ever seen. <laughs> I've never seen a house that was that meticulous. And so um, that, that stands out when you do that sort of thing. But usually people expect if the outside looks good, like Jay was talking about, the landscaping, the place is clean, everything's orderly. That shows an organized household, which means they're probably organized with their maintenance. You know, it just reflects on your house. Okay, so so I, I don't really have a good answer for that. I, w- I wish I did. Um, probably spirits. Oh, that's what it was. Ghosts. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. There, there you go. It was like <laughs> someone said. You know, we have a spirit that's friendly spirit that comes. Are, are you making house. this up? Because it's all. This is serious. It was on Mill Street. I can't admit any names. It was probably 15 years ago. It wasn't on Elm Street. No. <laughs> As we head to Halloween, that's a true story. Yeah. Okay. So, so the buyer got spooked. <laughs> good one. Yeah. Uh, so just recap real quick, and more of an, like an outline. So uh, inspections, uh, staging, kind of outline that for us, what we went over. So Like like chronologically or how you do it? or uh, how, However. Well, yeah. So, it was quick okay. out, so quick if, if you're doing it on your own, you're going to sell it yourself? Uh, okay. So let, let's say that. You didn't, okay. You're not going to consult with a professional. Sure. I'm going to do it yourself. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Clean up all the landscaping. Put everything away. Um, I just use the analogy you're selling a car. It's a 66 square back and you haven't cleaned it for a while. Get everything out of the trunk, detail it out, clean it. Probably could replace the tires. You know, if you, if you need new tires, at least get a price. We're on selling them. houses. Huh? Yep. I know. Yep. But the, uh, it, you know, if it needs a new roof, at least get a bid, right? Okay. You don't have to necessarily fix it. But if you say, here's my bid for 8,000 or 12,000, right? this is what it's going to cost. And then you quantify stuff. That's how I put it in a nutshell. But honestly, it's trying to evaluate um, something going on with your knee and not looking inside and just figuring it out yourself versus going to see the professional and they'll take an x-ray. They can look at it quickly and they know even if, even if you have an x-ray, you don't know what's going on. Right. So that's, I'm, I'm going to plug myself or any other agent. Have an agent come through. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Now, I have been in, into some houses where they said, don't go in the garage. And that's where they hit all their stuff and they <laughs> stacked it up all the way to the ceiling because they, they cleaned their house. Yeah. And they just toss it all in the garage. Yeah. It's better than having it in the house. I agree. It is an I agree. I, I don't know how much the garage sells unless it's for a guy, right? But uh, anyways. So, sometimes we have to give up perfection for improvement. So if the house is clean and the garage is dirty, that's better than everything's dirty. That's true. You know, I've, I've mentioned I'm trying to do landscaping in my yard. I've been trying to find someone to help me, like call people, Craigslist, contractors. I can't get anybody to show up or respond. Uh, hell, you've, you do so much business that I know that you're – the. The contractors that you use, the service providers that you use are going to jump when you place the call because you provide them quite a bit of business, I'm sure. Being able to channel that and use, I mean, to call your team and you when I need something like that is a, a powerful opportunity. Even even like the supply chain stuff, my guys can't get things. I can guarantee if they're doing business, they've got a thicker supply chain than I have access to as a single individual looking to do one thing on my house. 
we just want to make it as easy as possible yeah. for people and enjoyable. And it's stressful, so that's what we do. And like, I've got a general contractor. If, hey, if I need a good electrician, plumber, whatever it is, if it's not somebody I know. He knows who's doing what more than I do. So he's the next level, right, above yeah. me, because I just do it when somebody needs it, my client, but he's doing it every day. So who you talk to helps. Yeah, it's nice yeah to Day of, we've had people come and uh, rearrange their schedule to help us out day of, so... How, how has that type of connection? All right, uh, gentlemen, anything else on uh, getting your house ready to sell? Nope. We'll be here if you need us. All right. And just one more time, if anybody has a topic that they would like for uh, Hal and us to discuss, uh, three ways to contact us. You can call 805-781-3750. You can text the same number or you can email Hal directly, hal at teamswayze.com. Gentlemen, thank you very much for another fun podcast. Uh, We'll see everybody next week. Thanks, James. You're the host with the most. Thank you for listening to the House Swayze podcast. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. It comes out every Monday, so check for it in your feed for the latest information on the San Luis Obispo County market. The Slow County Real Estate with House Swayze podcast is available wherever you get your podcast and on HouseSwayze.com where you can find current listings and other real estate tips. HalSwayze.com, that's H-A-L-S-W-E-A-S-E-Y.com. I am James Bueno, Director of Marketing for the House Swayze Group. If you're looking for anything real estate, give us a call, 805-781-3750. Hal Swayze is a licensed California real estate broker. DRE number 01111911. The Slow County Real Estate with House Swayze Podcast is a production of AGM Podcasts. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.